Scripture reading from Genesis chapter 18. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oaks of Mamre as he sat at the entrance of his tent in the heat of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing near him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent entrance to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, My Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. Let me bring a little bread that you may refresh yourselves, and after that you may pass on, since you have come to your servant. So they said, Do as you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of choice flour, knead it, and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the servant who hastened to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree while they ate. They said to him, Where is your wife Sarah? And he said, There in the tent. Then one said, I will surely return to you in due season, and your wife Sarah shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent entrance behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. It had ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, after I have grown old and my husband is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a son now that I am old? Is anything too wonderful for the Lord? At the set time, I will return to you in due season, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. He said, oh yes, you did laugh. Word of God, word of life. Yesterday, there was a lot of preparation for the hundreds of visitors that came to Blues, Brews, and Barbecues. There were many people at the Loose Line Brewery enjoying music and food and conversation, and many visitors gathered together. I can't help but notice the parallel between the preparation of the calf and the food yesterday and the preparation Abraham and Sarah made to provide great hospitality for a visit by the Lord. The Lord in the form of three men. Perhaps you remember, if you've read or listened to the book of Genesis, or remember some of the Bible stories or from vacation Bible school, that Abraham has been visited by God a number of times. God came to Abraham and told him, go from your place in your country to the land I shall tell you, and Abraham went. And Abraham was visited by God, and God said, your descendants will be like the stars in the heavens. 
that was probably many decades before this visit. And Abraham and Sarah are now maybe 90 or more. And those descendants have not appeared. Sarah has not had those children that God promises. And so as they prepare for these visitors, and as Sarah is in the tent overhearing what they say, we, 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 we wouldn't be too surprised that when one of them says, when I visit next year, Sarah, 90-year-old plus Sarah, will have a child. And Sarah laughs. She laughs, maybe loud and hearty, maybe quiet and giggly, but a laugh nonetheless. I'm guessing many of us have had that sort of reaction at times. We often laugh when something seems impossible, improbable, or totally incongruous. I think about Suni Lee. Who would have thought a month ago that she'd be coming home with three Olympic medals and the gold in the all-around competition? She might have laughed if someone predicted that. We all might have laughed two years ago if someone would have said we'd be surviving a pandemic, we'd be wearing masks, we'd be getting vaccinations, and we'd be together in sort of this in-between time. It just seems unbelievable. When something seems impossible to comprehend, laughter is often a natural reaction. It's interesting that Sarah laughed because she could have been angry. She could have broke down in tears and run away. But she laughed. Laughter, in some ways, acknowledges absurdity, but it can also be a bridge to something positive. Laughter can bring us through a difficulty and into a sense of joy and hope. And it can move us out of negativity and despair. Let, let me just demonstrate that, because it's, it's kind of hard to grasp. But I want to tell you about Deidre Stanton. I heard her speak uh, at a conference, and she told this story about a wedding. You see, Deidre's son was getting married, and her job was in the wedding. You, you know how this works sometimes? Was the, she was the mother and the mother of the bride. Their job was to walk up. And typically, there might be, what, a unity candle here? And on either side, there were two candles for the families. And so the, a tradition is that the mothers come up, walk up, and light those candles. So Deidre walked up with the other mother, and this was a church where there were steps. So imagine there's a flight of steps they had to walk up before they light their candles. Deidre lit her candle, the other mother lit her candle, they put their tapers down, and she looked at the other mother, and then she looked down at the other mother and noticed 
that the other mother had on spike heels and there were six steep steps to climb down. And the other mother looked and they looked at their long dresses and Deidre said, oh, I'll take your hand. And so they proceeded to walk down the steps a little gingerly, a little carefully, and all of a sudden, in front of the congregation, you've had this happen, some of you, that spiky heel caught the hem of the skirt and they tumbled down the steps, both of them, in front of the congregation. <laughs> now, friends, what do you do if you have fallen nearly on your face, mostly on your knees, in your beautiful long dress, in a beautiful formal wedding? Do you get up, walk off in shame? Do you run off? Do you cry? Here's what Deidre did. She got up. She raised her hands. And she took a bow. If there was a congregation here, I'm sure there would be laughter. And I hope you're laughing at home. That's what laughter does. Laughter takes us from a moment of despair and unknowing into a moment of joy. And what could have been a story that dragged the wedding down became a story to tell for years to come. And in fact, they put it on America's Funniest Home Videos. You see, laughter can take us from a place of sadness to a place of joy. And it's not meant to be a shortcut. We still sometimes need to lament or be sad about something. But I think of when my mother died, and I think of our sadness, but then I think of sitting around and telling funny stories about all the silly things she would do, like falling into a paint pan when she was painting the walls. And I'm sure every one of you have had that experience when you lose someone you love, and you can tell the fun stories. It lightens us, it lifts us, it gives us hope. Pastor Ben Patterson says that humor helps us stand outside of ourselves. It can guard us against taking life too seriously, and it can be a bridge between fear into hope. Theologian Reinhold Niebuhr goes a bit further in a theological way on laughter and humor and our faith. And he says that humor is in fact a prelude to faith and that laughter is the beginning of prayer. When we think about God's unconceivable love and unimaginable greatness, when we think that we are loved by someone greater than us, faith helps us see how it is incongruous, in, so how incongruous it is that an infinite claim can be made on our behalf by another. To believe in God is to indulge in laughter, not the laughter of nervousness, but the laughter of pure joy, that despite the way everything looks, God loves us, and it is so.
Sarah laughs when she hears she will have a child at age 90. And the guests say, is anything too wondrous with God? It is incongruous that Sarah could have a child. She could have been angry. She could have been sad. But she laughed. And her lighthearted attitude carried her into a new sense of faith and hope allowing the power of possibility of trust in God's wondrous power. Friends, God doesn't always give us what we desire or the life circumstances we want. But God's purposes are always good, and what God wants is always possible. May you remember today how Sarah laughed in the face of a seemingly impossible future. May you recall that laughter has a power to be a bridge from fear into hope. And in case you don't know the end of Sarah's story, try reading the book of Genesis. You'll learn she does have a child the next year. That child was the father of Jacob, who was the grandfather of Joseph, the technicolor dreamcoat Joseph, who was an ancestor of King David and of Jesus Christ himself. And do you know what that laughing Sarah named her son? Isaac. And in Hebrew, it means he laughs. Amen.